Welcome back to Leaf's podcast. I'm Justine Hards, and I'm back talking with Leaf's chief executive, Caroline Drummond, down at her family dairy farm in Cornwall. Caroline, hello. And thank you for sharing your thoughts uh, with us today around the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on food supply chains, both from a domestic and also international perspective. If I could just start with the UK, what do you think needs to be done, certainly in the short term, to support farmers at this time? Yeah, well, thank you, Justine. And, and yes, certainly the first few weeks of the pandemic created a situation where the supermarkets were busy trying to stock up shelves at a very fast rate. And we saw the service industry completely close down. So a huge change of how people shop and how, how people cook food at home. Uh, so I think it's something like an amazing 43% increase in home cooking, naturally, because everybody is at home and of course there is a very different approach to what people are eating at home and one of the challenges around that is of those businesses particularly in the liquid milk sector that were feeding into the service sector the hotel sector and have no market it is a short-term issue and therefore we need to be pretty smart around how we produce a solution for it it's interesting to see in the u.s Sonny Perdue, who's their, their key agricultural guy over in the U.S. government, has committed, with the support of Donald Trump, some 15.5 billion U.S. dollars to support farmers as they try and cope through the coronavirus. That doesn't mean to say that we necessarily need that level of funding. Of course, we don't. But what we do need is some reassurance. In addition to that, well, there's just been some airplanes that have been chartered to bring in some Romanians to support picking of fruit and veg. It's, it is a hard job. It is a professional job and a skilled job. But what will happen when people start returning to work is that we will still need people to pick our soft fruit, our vegetables, our top fruit later in the year as well. So it's going to be critical that we maintain and keep the pressure around the whole area of food security. I think it has, as you say, exposed this huge fragility within our supply, the dependency on markets on a global scale. But what's critical is, you know, we have production. We need to work out really inventive, smart ways of seeing us through what is going to be a blip of six to eight weeks of a huge shake-up and then frame a long-term plan for our food supply and this is the food security piece that I think is so important you know it's the food safety we pride ourselves the high animal welfare standards the high environmental standards but in addition to that that assurance that whole area of trying to understand where we should be pitching our own domestic supply to ensure that we've got some reserves. China already has over a year's supply of wheat and rice, and they're looking to grow that reserve as well. And this fragility, whether it be through disease, whether it be through climate shock, is something that everybody is experiencing right across the globe. And we should be learning and thinking and coming up with some incredible solutions short term but also on the long term thank you caroline brexit certainly drove many businesses to interrogate their supply chains in great detail do you feel this helped prepare 
for what was to come. Certainly, you know, many UK businesses were obviously seriously thinking about it, whether that be through stocks, supplies, right through to looking at different distribution approaches and different partnerships on a global scale and different production mechanisms on a global scale. So that was starting to happen, but obviously what is happening now is it happened much faster, much earlier, and so as a consequence, nobody had really thought that this sort of impact would be so deep. And do you feel this health crisis marks the end of just-in-time supply chains and an inevitable swing towards deglobalization? No, we all trade and I think this will provide an opportunity of a little bit more domestic security, but actually we can do more by working together. There's a, there's a lovely little saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I think, you know, we do, as a world, want to go far. You know, we want to be in a situation where people are supported through good health. We want to be in a situation where we are respecting and looking after our planet. For us to think, right, well, now we can put up the barriers and uh, do it alone is just not going to work. How we do business is going to be something that's very different and and I, I was very taken we we ran a surgery with Angus Davidson who is the chairman for Haygrove and he said what is absolutely key we need to be having more metrics than price and I think you know a really strong drive for uh, well the triple bottom line the environmental aspects the social aspects and of course the economic aspects are key Finally, if I could have your thoughts on the future for sustainability. Um, there have been calls recently for the Ag Bill Spotlight to be refocused on food supply and food security issues away from the delivery of public goods. What are your thoughts on this and what does this mean for LEAF? Well, uh, food supply and food security are all interdependent on biodiversity and, and our respect and understanding and working with the environment and, and with nature. And in fact, if you look at what is the ultimate innovation in trying to solve the problem of sustainability, it's nature. Because there's a, there's a wonderful thing called biomimicry, and that is how we can learn from nature to actually solve some of the big challenges that we have out there, whether it be for enhancing productivity, whether it be for enhancing how we work with nature and also enhancing biodiversity in our habitats. So I think we, you know, kind of forget nature at our peril. And yes, it's going to be absolutely critical to be smart in how we produce food. But likewise, it is also going to be critical in how we understand how we work with nature and maintain and develop nature. The climatic crisis that we have been facing over the last, well, <laughs> 20 years really, uh, that has come into a huge highlight over the last 18 months in particular, has clearly demonstrated that actually human life is at risk and of course our capability to be sustainable in our food supply systems. So we do need to ensure that as we move forward into a new normal, how we produce our food is still with regard and growing respect for the environment. And so that's where LEAF's work, LEAF Mark in particular, 
And of course, all our activities with, with farmers are going to be all the more important.